Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to episode number two of the Prairie Dumpster podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Penner. We um, took a week off because of technical issues and because of drinking issues and just issues in general. I've got um, bipolar disorder and depression and anxiety and a bit of ADHD, a mild case of personality disorder, um, along with issues of uh, neuroses, a bit of sociopathy, some psychopathy, and a pretty, pretty bad case of shingles. But you know what? We're here today. We're here. It is Monday. It's Tuesday. I don't know. I'm in school. All the days are melting together now because I'm just skipping class. I've been on a weekend for like a, a week straight and it's been uh, productive. <laughs> um, it's been good. I had a um, great weekend at Rumors Comedy Club. We were able to host this week for Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother. Kevin Farley was very funny in his own right. He he starred in a um, TV show about a boy group years ago, and it was hilarious. And then I picked him up, and he I was like ten minutes early for the pickup. What we have to do is we have to pick up the um, comic at their hotel half an hour before the show starts, and then we drive them there. Ideally, fifteen minutes before the show starts. Um, which sucks because I need more than 15 minutes to get two shots of Jameson, a Budweiser, and get my set list. I like to get there early, get the vibe of the room figured out. And um, so I usually show up early and I'm like, hey, I'm downstairs. It's no rush. Secretly, get your fucking ass down here so we can get going. I want to get my beers in before I get up on stage. Um, And Kevin Farley, like a goddamn gentleman, was there. Um... At the, in the lobby 10 minutes early we got to the show I got nice and liquored up before I went up on stage danced around like a monkey for 20 minutes and fun times were had by all Kevin Farley, great guy and then I had a gig on Saturday it was a corporate gig my very funny good buddy Chad Anderson took me out on there it was for a kind of a grain wheat company so Chad was like, hey, good Mennonite boy, you'll be good here, yeah, you'll riff it up with those farm boys. And I was like, yeah, you got it. And I got up there, I'm like, hoo 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 And they hated me. Holy shit, they fucking did not like me. They were not laughing. And it was one of those classic corporates where, you know, as soon as, if you go into the crowd and you're like, oh, hey, it's Lisa, everybody, oh, look, it's Ted. You know, everyone's like, oh, that's so classic, Ted. Ted does that. Ask Ted about the, about the pen, where the, where the pencils go? Where do the pencils keep going, Ted? And you, you do that for 10 minutes, they love it. But as soon as you go into your own material, they're just, they fucking hate you. They just, they want to kill you. And um, it was one of those. It was one, which sucks, because I thought it would be a bunch of, uh, young farm boys getting their drink on at the company party. It wasn't like that. They had a bar there, but I was drinking more than anyone, and everyone was there. There was a couple of Mennonites from Bolivia who were actually the coolest people there other than this sweet old lady Ingrid and her elderly mother, Ursula. 
But overall, the show is a fucking disaster for me. Oh, Jesus Christ. But you know what? God damn it, I did my time. I did my time, and I didn't flake out. I did this one gig back in back in the day in Estevan, Saskatchewan, and it was one of those. It was just a community hall filled with people. There was a good five, six hundred, no, not five, six hundred. There was like a good three hundred people there, completely under fluorescent lights, and I was in like the middle of the room. Like the stage was weird, so there was like people kind of like almost behind me. And I got up there and I was just starting and man, they did not like me. There wasn't a person laughing in there. And actually there was some kid in the back, some little smart ass dipshit who was like, after every joke I told, he'd be like, ha, 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 ha. And people loved that kid. And I did seven, eight minutes and I got the fuck out of there. And I was supposed to do 20, but that's a no-no in the comedy world. You do your fucking time, no matter how bad it's going. Even if they're stabbing you with pieces of glass, you stand up there for 20 minutes and you get stabbed. Then you get the check, all right? Just because you're getting stabbed in the fucking jugular doesn't mean you have the right to uh, leave early. All right. But it is wintertime here. So anyways, that's how my weekend went. Um... And I think already we're doing better than the pilot episode. The pilot episode of this podcast was a debacle. I was very close to deleting it, but I'm going to leave it on there for um, for your sake. It, it was a learning experience for both of us. So in three years, um, you know, when I am a trillionaire and uh, I'm hiring Jeff Bezos to uh, suck me off, um, I can look at where I came from and I can get grounded, you know, in my roots and that the roots of that first miserable, decrepit abortion of a first podcast. Um, and it's going to be good to look at that and to see how far I came to see how far I came. I might send that episode to Joe Rogan and see if he has any notes. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of hard to track down his contact information. I might just drive out to his place. We'll see. But um, already, I think we're doing a little better. I think we're finding somewhat of a voice. I, st- I still don't feel comfortable fucking uh, talking out loud in my apartment. My neighbors are moving upstairs right now. They can hear me. It's fucking weird. I don't know. Fucking new name. I, I fucking hate apartments and shit like i want a house where i can fucking you know sing to myself and dance around and have fake fucking arguments with myself in the shower because i'm holding back i'm holding back on my fake arguments in the shower that's how bad it is at this point that's how concerned i am that my neighbors will overhear me and think i'm a crazy person even though i'll never fucking see them i'll never fucking talk to them but the point is is that you know in the shower i should have a right to tell my dad to fuck off in full volume is bullshit so anyways trying to work on getting louder because this is my actual room this is the voice this is the volume and the tone of voice that i would ideally like to speak to but i can't yet because of the goddamn neighbors who knows maybe we'll just string egg cartons up in this motherfucker and just let loose with the problematic language am i right i got slurs to slur over here let's go 
But anyways, it is freezing in Winnipeg right now. They gave an extreme cold warning. You know, they gave an extreme cold warning. Uh, Environment Canada did on their app. They said extreme cold warning. And it's minus 21 right now. It feels like minus 24. I mean, can you snowflakes grow up? Minus 24. I hate to sound like an old man, but I will. I mean, back in the day, the, the, the fucking extreme cold warning, that shit didn't come out unless wind chill was over minus 40. So fucking bundle up and layer up, you pussies. This is not extreme cold, all right? You want to talk extreme cold, you should talk to my last girlfriend. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what... I still... The prep work for this podcast is still terrible. I still have no idea what we're going to talk about today. But I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll do like a current events podcast, you know? I'll go through the news, and Tyler Penner's going to keep it to you. He's going to give it to you straight. He's going to give you the straight dope on the real news. Let's take a look at a story here. I'm just browsing Google News right now, so let's see. Let's see what the news story is here. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Green Party leader Mike Schreiner not ruling out liberal leadership bid. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Uh, you know what I think about this? Do you know what I think about Mike Schreiner? I don't know who Mike Schreiner is. Green leader. I mean, who gives a fuck? 90% of the news that you get, you don't need. Like, I don't need to know that Mike Schreiner from the Green Party might be mulling a liberal leader. That's not news. That's not fucking... That's, that would be like... Tyler Penner not ruling out getting Mary Browns for lunch. It's like, yeah, I'm not ruling it out. I don't know what I want to do yet. This is not news yet. I'm also not ruling out Fat Burger. I'm not ruling out not eating. I'm not ruling out Mr. Noodles. I'm not ruling out a bunch of shit. So I'm not sure why we give a fuck what Mike Schreiner may or may not be thinking about. And that's the straight dope. Now, here we go. Here's a news story. Driver still had beer in hand when he was arrested in Clarington. Uh, There you go. See, so there are heroes out there still. Let's take a look here. Oh, man. Impaired driver with beer in his hand arrested after colliding with police cruiser. This is the guy that should be running for the liberal leadership bid. There you go. I'm not going to read the story on air, but uh, um, because that wouldn't be appropriate. And that's boring. See, and already we've lost, you know, this content just took a nosedive. But you know what? It's still an improvement. It's all we can do. It's all we can do in life. I mean, I, I tend to, on occasion, um, and this is not a point of pride. I'm not saying that this is a point of pride, but, um, you know, I've been known to drive <laughs> after a few beers, you know, and I, because I can handle my booze. And I've always thought that, um, and this is not advocating drinking and driving. You shouldn't be able to drive while you're hammered. You shouldn't be able to do that, but you should be able to drink and drive, you know. You shouldn't be 
you shouldn't be able to drive drunk. But you should be able to drink and drive. You should be able to have a beer in your fucking hand while you're going to the lake or something. I mean, what are we doing? Isn't, I mean, isn't this a free country? Can we get shittered, you know, or, or not, not get shittered in the car, but like be on our way to getting shittered where, wherever we're going? You know what I mean? Like, let's say I'm going out drinking for the night. I'm not going to drive home. Don't I have the right to have a beer on the way there? You know, the first beer. Shouldn't I be able to crack that beer on the way? I don't. But that's, I mean, that's why we're heading towards a totalitarian government. That's what they want. First, they take your booze out of your car. Then they take the guns out of your car. And next thing you know, you're in a concentration camp. That's government 101 for you. Russia's hammering Ukraine again. No one cares. Um, let's see. Uh, all this shit is too serious. I don't want to talk about this. Like those Memphis cops who killed another guy. It's like, yeah, let's talk about it. I'm not going to do that. That's uh, a little too serious. A little too heavy for my intelligence. Um I, I just, I'm not smart enough to offer anything, but I am I'm definitely dumb enough to get canceled twice. Um, let's see here. Stormy Daniels' hush money case could imperil Trump as grand jury reportedly meets. I kind of hope he wins again. I kind of hope he wins again. I hope Trump wins. Not, I don't agree with his politics at all, but... I mean, Joe Biden, let's face it, this has been a very boring presidency. It's been very boring. He's old. He's dumb. But uh, it's just it doesn't have that uh, that wackiness that I like out of a U.S. presidency. When I'm looking for a U.S. president, I, I want someone that, uh, uh, I mean, I don't care about your policies or your, 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 your uh, capabilities or, you know, your... Um, um, personality at all I don't care You can be the most evil guy in the world You're the US president Chances are you are the most evil person in the world But Better give me some good sound bites Alright Entertain me That's what I want out of a president Dent Let's see here What's in the local news Alright now, I know this is the, in the internet, so local is different to all my fucking tens of millions of listeners. But you know what? I don't know. Manitoba and Winnipeg News is the most boring shit of all time. Um... I'm going through Google News right now, and in the Winnipeg Free Press, here's what they have under local news. This is what Google has curated for me. 62 McAdam Avenue, four-bedroom, two-story for sale, northwest Winnipeg, Scotia Heights. That's a news story. There's a house for sale. I mean, this town is boring. I mean, there's just homeless people freezing left and right. But, hey, Dancing Gabe turned 60. You know, another guy died in a hotel, but hey, look at this. 
3415 1255 Leela Avenue is for sale. I don't know. We're going to go to business news. By the way, you know, let's go to technology news because I've been fucking around with this chat GPT and I just asked it, is TikTok owned by China? And it said an error occurred. Let's 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 refresh this page and let's see. Um, tell me a joke about podcasts, please. I'm just gonna go to this thing for jokes. And it says, "Why did the podcast cross the road to get to the other earbud?" All right. So if you're scared that AI is gonna take over the world. I mean, did you just hear that? I mean, come on. ChatGPT is great. Apparently Google's scared about it. I don't know. It is freaky. It is kind of freaky. Tell me a joke. Tell me a joke about uh, vape. Ah, crap. I typed that in wrong, and now it's froze. Oh, yeah. Why did the vape leave the party early? Because it was feeling a little low on battery. Well, it's not great, but it's as good as anything I did at that fucking corporate abortion this weekend. It's as good as anything there. That was a nightmare. That fucking sucked. I came in too hot. I didn't pull the audible. Sometimes as a comedian, you go up there and you got to plan down because of what you think is going to happen. I thought that there would be a bunch of farm boys who were shutting it down. Like, fucking Dale's fucking loaded right now. Holy fuck, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, look at Daryl. Daryl's fucked up, man. This comedian's pretty good. He's dragging on fucking Daryl now. Holy fuck. I thought it would be that. Um, It wasn't that. It was, uh, it was Ingrid, and it was Marta, and it was Ursula, and it was a bunch of good-natured, small-town, rural, salt-of-the-earth people who did not want to hear foul language, who wanted to hear, uh, who, you know, they're not dumb, they're not, uh, any less than me, but they didn't appreciate my, uh, my brand of comedy. I went a little blue. They fed me two shots of rye and two beers, and I went a little blue with it. A little too blue for Ingrid's blood. They didn't like my political stuff. Um, probably shouldn't have talked about sucking dick so much. Yeah. Kind of split the people on the COVID material. Which the fact that I'm even still doing COVID material is just a testament to how fucking stagnant my comedy is right now. It is insane. Like, I'm still like, man, COVID was crazy. <laughs> remember that? Everyone's like, yeah, I remember that two fucking years ago. Can we stop talking about it? And I'm like, no, but I still have the jokes, though. I gotta write a new goddamn joke already. I gotta write a new goddamn joke. I mean, this is getting... Uh, this is getting insane. This podcast isn't funny anymore. This podcast just got sad. All right. All right, chat GPT. Okay, let's hear a joke. 
tell me a joke about cancer. Let's see how serious it can get here. Oh, here we go. ChatGPT has better instincts than I do. I'm sorry, but it's not appropriate to make jokes about serious illnesses like cancer. Such humor can be hurtful and insensitive to those who have been affected by the disease. See, ChatGPT already has better instincts than I do. This is insane. Tell me a joke about Trudeau. Let's see which let's see which side of the um, political fence ChatGPT takes. Why did Justin Trudeau go to the library? Because he wanted to check his privilege. That could be woke humor. That could be um, anti-snowflake humor. It's hard to tell. Hey. I'm going to just ask it. Are you woke? As an AI language model, I don't have a personal opinions, emotions, or beliefs. I was designed to provide information and answer questions to the best of my abilities based on the information available to me. My creators had open AI. strive to ensure that I remain neutral and impartial. Okay, there you go. ChatGPT, taking the pussy road, not taking a side. And I respect it because I do the same goddamn thing. I am pro-freedom convoy. I am anti-freedom convoy. I am pro-mask. I am anti-mask. I am... I'm pro what will ever make you happy. I am pro-people-pleasing. I am pro... Um, just fucking like me. Alright? Whatever you want to hear, I'll fucking say it. What do you want to hear? Okay, cool. Yeah, that. Oh, you disagree with that? Well, that too. Gives a fuck. I don't know what I think. I'm too dumb to form an opinion, and I don't give a shit. I don't care. At the end of the day, I don't care. I just want to be friends with you, get drunk, and talk about Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson's in the news. And by the way, I was uh, she's. I'm just on the entertainment section of Google News right now. I was scrolling through it, and. Um, uh, the entertainment news, entertainment news in general, like, is so fucking bad. Like, there's no actual news. Like, Jeopardy category, worst case, Ontario stumps U.S. contestants. How would you do? Like, shut up. Some stories are new. Um, R. Kelly. Prosecutors dropping R. Kelly sex abuse charges. Eh, good for him. Good for him. Hasn't he paid enough? So we pissed on a kid. All right. We all make mistakes. All right. Sometimes, you know, you forget your car keys. Sometimes you, uh, you know, you, you know, you forget your dad's birthday. Sometimes you piss on a kid. I believe in second chances. I'm kidding. I don't know if he actually pissed him. I don't know what he did. But that song Ignition is great. Um, I don't know. We're 23 minutes and I'm running out of shit to talk about. I don't care. Let's take a look here. What else do we got here? 
Let's take a look at the horoscope. What's the news for me? I am a Libra, and I believe in this. My crystals were saying that I would have a good day today. So far, it is way fucking off. <sighs> Libra and the Globe and Mail. If you let friends and colleagues and loved ones know in a calm and measured way what it is you desire today, there's every chance they will go out of their way to get it for you. Believe it or not, your happiness is their main concern. How the fuck would you know? You're full of shit. So every okay, we're not. That's a bad horoscope. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the Toronto Star horoscope here. It's a busy day ahead, but it should be fairly uneventful. What the fuck does that mean? Libra, receiving receiving words of wisdom from a beloved family member or elder could help lift your spirits. Two, delving into your family history could be enlightening. Yep, okay. Yeah, that'll be really enlightening. My family history. I come from a long line of penners. We're from the Ukraine region. The Black Sea region of the Ukraine. I believe I tracked them down to. And we moved from Prussia to Russia. And then Stalin or Lenin or whoever. One of those commie douches started fucking... Messing with the Mennonite shit. So we flew to Canada. And they were like, hey. You can farm all you, all you want here. Dear religion, we don't give a shit. Just, uh, you know, make some wheat. So the Mennonites are like, okay, you got it. But then a couple of us were, you know, the schools came and they were like, hey. Um, you know, we need you to teach your kids certain things. You know. Like this theory of evolution starting to catch on. And a bunch of Mennonites are like, fuck that, we're out. So they flew to Paraguay. The um which was a fucking desert. Um and at that point, I think in the early forties, fifties, most of South America was controlled by German dictators. And I'm not lying. That actually happened. I think Stroessner was in Paraguay. There was Pinochet in Chile. And um, a lot of white guys controlling a decent chunk of South America. So the Paraguayans or the Mennonites that went to Paraguay were fucking up shit's creek. But um, the government was like, hey, we got this chunk of desert that's just a wasteland. Go farm there. And the Mennonites are like, jackpot. Cool, let's go. So they went there, and they turned the desert into farmland. And then my parents were born there, in that hot, sweaty, deserted wasteland. And they turned something out of nothing. They, they turned nothing into something. That's what I'm trying to say. But then after a while, my dad's like, all right, fuck this, let's go to Canada. I feel like, you know, I want to watch TV. You know, I want to get some pizza hot. All right. I want to move to the country that can do that. So they moved here. And my dad started a painting company. 
and um, became very prosperous. He's a very, he's a true um, testament to true, just one of those prototypical happy immigrant stories. He immigrated to this country and he built himself up to the point where he can sit in his chair and watch his TV and um, talk about how this country is getting ruined by immigrants. It's incredible. Kidding, of course. It is actually a pretty good history, now that you think about it. It's a pretty good story. It's funny, too, because we had a bunch of family here, and they all lived here. And we had a bunch of great crew here in... um, uh, in Canada, and then I, there was like an exodus of like a lot of families back to Paraguay. And they were like, ha ha, enjoy your winter, losers. And we're like, yeah, we will. We'll also enjoy the technology, the infrastructure, the, the, the non-corruption. That's what we're going to enjoy, too. That comes with the shitty weather here. Like, yeah, it's minus 20. It's minus 21 right now. Um... Yeah, it's minus 21 here in Winnipeg. Let's see what the weather is in Asuncion, Paraguay. Let's see what that is. Let's see how beautiful it is in Asuncion, Paraguay. Oh, that's not bad. It's actually it's plus 30 there. Okay. But they get, anyways, that fucking ruined my point. But we have to deal with the we have to deal with the cold. But you don't know what it's like to deal with the heat. Okay? Plus, Paraguay is one of those countries, it's kind of like Australia. Every second fucking animal is is just wanting to kill you. You know what I mean? Take a shit, there's a fucking anaconda in your toilet. You know what I mean? You go to bed, there's like scorpions in your... There's fucking bugs crawling on you you've never even heard of. They do weird shit. They actually had a bug out there when I was out there. That was like... They called it like a blister beetle. And this bug would just hop on you and you couldn't really feel it because it was kind of small. But it would just start walking on you and it would just be just like taking shits on you. and or, or like taking a leak. It would just walk around on you just taking a leak. And the thing is, everywhere it took a leak, you would get massive blisters. They called it, that, that, that was a translate. it's a blister bug. I'm like, the fuck kind of demon came up with this shit? Like, that's fuck. And then like... You know, you'd wake up in the morning and it's like, oh man, my back is covered in blisters. And everyone's like, uh oh, you got hit with the blister bug. And then you'd be sitting there popping blisters and rubbing it. You'd be in agonizing pain from this little bug. They have frogs there that are the size of fucking basketballs. And yeah, they're gross and yeah, they're everywhere. But don't think about moving them because they'll spray their piss at you and that burns like a motherfucker. Be careful. You'll be driving down the road there in a truck, and they'll just be like between on the road. There'll be a spider web over the entire road, like a catch net. And it's not just one giant massive spider. It's literally like 10,000 little spiders who all teamed up and are, have this massive fucking spider web net. And we're driving there with my parents, and like I'm in the back of the truck, you know. Riding like Mad Max, you get hit with one of these. It's fucking terrifying. That country, that country is like a, it's like Jurassic Park without any of the cool dinosaurs, just the bugs and shit. It's fucked up down there. 
And that's what used to scare me as a kid. It used to be the bugs. It used to be the bugs. It used to be the snakes, the spiders and shit. Now when I, now I would never go over there. But it's because it's like the, you know, the people. <laughs> the people there are fucked. Mennonites included. But here's some stories of the cops. They'll just pull you over, you know. Doesn't matter what you are. It's one of those things where it's like you had a taillight out. You don't know what they want. But chances are it ends with money. They gotta pay everyone off there. Actually, I went there as a kid. I went there when I was eight years old, and I went there when I was 11 years old. And my dad flourished in this corrupt system. He loved it. Caring about all this illegal shit into the country. And they're like, all right, let's open up these bags. My dad's like, you don't need to do that. And he would just slip them a 20. And they're like, all right, on your way. Thanks for joining. You know, thanks for coming. My dad loved it. He was paying everybody off. My dad was getting away with murder out there. It's incredible. He's like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to see this. If, 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 let me tell you something. If bribing was a thing here in Canada, my dad would be a millionaire. He was an expert at bribing people. He was great. He loved it. Slip them. And it is a pretty good system. Here's 10 bucks. Fuck off. How cool would that be in Canada? You know what I mean? Yeah, a car smells like weed. Here's 20. Fuck off. All right. I'm going to keep on my day. I got guys to 20. All right, cool. I like the system. I like a little bit of corruption in our system. We, it's too regulated here. We need to corrupt it up a bit. You know what I mean? And maybe not for the cops, but for the, you know, those fucking hydrometers. You know what I mean? Hydrometer guy comes in. Oh, is that an eight or is that a two? Here's twenty. Fuck off. You know, water meter guy comes. Hey, we weren't home today. Here's five bucks. Go to Tim Hortons. Get the fuck out of my face. Paraguay is actually where I saw my first animal die. My real animal, like a real animal. It was a cow. And we were, my dad's like, hey, we're having a barbecue tonight. And I was like, oh, it was all right. So my dad gets, my dad and my grandpa, they're like, Tyler, you want to come with? I'm like, sure, let's do it. So they bring me into the truck. We're driving out. We drive out to my grandpa's like land there. And there's this cow there in this fence. And my, my grandpa, like, walks it out. Like, walks it out. And uh, it's just standing there. It's like, hey, guys, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, what's, uh... I, I don't know either at this point. I'm like, what's going on? So my grandpa slips a rope around its neck. It's totally fine, you know. Ties the other end to the tree. And then kind of just walks it around the tree. And the cow's like, all right, now we're going for a walk? Okay. Just around the tree again? Okay. This doesn't seem that... Productive. I mean, I don't know where we're going, but we're going in circles here. And then finally, the cow runs out of rope, and it's just frozen. And I'm still, I guess, because I'm like, you know, 10 years old or whatever. I'm just dumb. I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, what's, what are we doing? My grandpa pulls out this fucking rifle and just blows its head off. Just shoots it right between the eyes, and that thing just drops. And I'm talking, I'm like three feet from this. And I'm like, holy shit. And my grandpa takes a knife and, and cuts its throat. And blood is pouring. And for some reason, 
I don't know if they thought it would make me a man. I don't know what they brought me out there for, but <laughs> I, they just decided to show me. And I think that was the most humane way that they kill animals. I don't want to look into that factory farming shit. I can't look into that because that's fucked up. And I do eat meat and I am a hypocrite because I don't like it when I do it. But that was fucked up. They let this cow drain in front of me and then my grandpa like kind of pulls on the rope. They, you know, they bring it up or whatever. And then, um... They tie the cow to the tree, and then a bunch of my uncles arrived, and they all got knives and shit, and they just start hacking this thing apart and getting all the meat off of it. And then they bring it home, and then we had a big barbecue. And I'm, like, eating this steak, and it's delicious. It's so good. But I'm like, I don't know. All the kids are playing trucks, and I'm like, I don't feel like playing trucks right now. Hey, Tyler, we're going to go play tag. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not in the mood for some reason. I'm I'm just gonna sit here. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna eat this steak, and I just, I don't know. Kind of just want to think. That was a weird one. And my grandma, who was like the sweetest lady of all time, she was so sweet. She was great. But then one day she's like, "Oh, we're gonna make some. Uh, we're gonna make chicken soup for supper," you know. So she sends out her little uh, native boy, who which they had there. They had like native people that like lived on their property, and it only dawned on me like twenty years later that I'm like, oh yeah, they pretty much it's pretty much slave labor. Like that's they have a lot of slave labor. They pay them, but I mean, you know, it's it's like a tier above slave. It's crazy. The native people are happy. They seem happy. I don't know. But if they quit, they starve. So their hands are tied. But anyway, so she sent a little native boy, and she's like, go get me a chicken. So he's like, takes these slingshot with these little clay balls, and he's just blasting at these chickens, and their legs are breaking. And the chicken, one of the chicken's legs shatters, so he takes that chicken, and my grandma's like, takes the chicken in her hands, and she's like petting it, and she's like, oh, you're so good. You're such a good, like, petting it like it's a pet. And then she just puts it on the log and just, whoosh, just like chops its head off. And the chicken just goes running, just flying down the yard without a head. And I was dying laughing at the time. Um, and it's still pretty funny. I mean, chicken with its head cut off is, is running is hilarious. You gotta see it sometime. But, um, and then we ate the chicken. That's how they fucking roll those Mennonites in Paraguay. They're not fucking around with this Walmart pork. They they get their hands dirty themselves, which you got to respect. If you're going to eat meat, you might as well. If you're going to eat something that died for you, you might as well kill the motherfucker. You know, because it's, uh, I don't know. I feel a little guilty not eating meat, but just this sight unseen shit. You know, I'm eating pork. Fuck knows what that pig happened. I might as well look that pig in the eye and be like, I'm going to kill you and eat you. At least show it the animal that amount of respect where it's like I'm going to kill you and I'm going to eat you and I'm looking you in the eye when I do it not just sitting from my fucking mansion eating concentration camp pork anyways 
Enough about the animals. Fuck them. They're fine. I'm the one that's suffering. Marilyn Manson accused of rape. Cool. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what it was. So, Pamela Anderson claimed that Tim Allen flashed her. You want to see more power? Look at this. She's like, oh, fuck. Oh, this is on the set of Home Improvement. <laughs> Tim Allen's pissed. She was a great co-worker, I'll tell you that. She's a fun girl. Everybody loved her, but everybody at ABC is a little disappointed in her memory. Put it that way. All of us at Disney, ABC, really. On the first day of filming, I walked out of my dressing room and Tim Allen was in the hallway in his robe. He opened his robe and flashed me quickly, completely naked underneath. He said it was only fair because he had seen me naked. Now we're even. I laughed uncomfortably. This, okay, who gives a fuck about that? Jesus Christ. Anyways, let's move the fuck on. Dude, I've been on YouTube lately, and I've been watching a lot of wrestling death matches, and it is incredible. Even if you don't like wrestling, right? Even if you don't give a shit about wrestling, you should check out the wrestling death, death match stories because these guys are going crazy, even if it's just for Lark. And I think I'm going to make a YouTube video about, video about it because it is just so goddamn cool. These guys have, like... An insane amount of pain endurance. Like, you wouldn't believe it, the weapons that these guys use. I mean, we're talking, you know, you got the classics, tables, ladders, chairs, barbed wire, barbed wire bats, thumbtacks, thumbtack bats, light bulbs. Uh, They're, like, cutting each other open with saws and with knives and, like, pouring salt into the wounds. Uh, they got, like, water jugs on sticks. They're just beaming the shit out of each other. It's incredible. <sighs> Sometimes they'll throw people through entire panes of glass and light tubes. Jeez, the light tubes. Bundles of light tubes. Light tube boards. Go check it out. This one guy's like... Go check it out. This one guy, like, decides that he's going to do a great spot. So what he does is he covers his own shirt in lighter fluid and he lights himself on fire and then he does a moonsault on the guy. But as soon as the moonsault is done, his shirt's still on fire and nobody in the arena has anything close to something that can put out a flame. Like no one's even drinking water. No one has a fire extinguisher. No one has nothing. So he just books it. Now this guy's just on fire. Like, yeah, it was a cool move, but now you're just on fire. So this guy, like, books it into the crowd and is just walking around the crowd. The crowd's like, get the fuck away from me. It is incredible content for me. That guy severely burnt. Me, severely entertained. It was incredible. They also had this other match where, like, they, they have these, like, towels on the ropes or whatever like all around so they light these towels on i guess the guy who was in charge of soaking these towels in like lighter fluid got a little carried away because before we know it like the entire ring is pretty much on fire and all four wrestlers are just in the middle 
just trying not to burn to death. And then eventually they all have to like, you know, they dive out of the ring and then they they just start wrestling out there. But they're all severely burnt. And then eventually like the entire ring is on fire. So you've just got pretty much a crew of firefighters battling this inferno. And then you've got like Sabu fighting like Matsunaga and they're like hitting each other with chairs and everyone's like okay listen I didn't say this podcast would be good okay I in fact I specifically said when this podcast started that this is going to be the worst podcast of all time the worst of all time And it's and it is, okay. But I think I still think I still maintain that episode two is an improvement on episode one, okay. Episode three might be better than episode two, and eventually I'm gonna be taking DMT suppositories with Joe Rogan, tripping out. With fucking Alex Jones talking about MK Ultra, and then I'll know I'll have made it. Then I know. Fuck, I wish Alex Jones was back on social media. Politics or not, okay? Sandy Hook or not. I mean, god damn it, that guy was so entertaining. He was so funny. I miss him. And I know I could go to InfoWars.com. I'm not going to do that. I want Instagram clips. I want a Twitter feed. I want Alex Jones back. They actually have this video on the channel, Vile Monkey. Go check it out. It's a five-hour compilation. Five hours of just Alex Jones out of context, just saying the crazy shit and doing the crazy shit. The guy's an entertainer. You can say what you want about him, but man... I I could listen to that guy all day. Just talk about things. You know, once you take your fucking head out of being emotionally invested in something and just appreciating it for what it is from an outside neutral perspective, everything becomes either entertaining or not. Shit is either boring. Donald Trump, entertaining. You know what I mean? Donald Trump and Joe Biden debates. That debate, which I watch on a regular basis, the first debate where they were just interrupting each other the entire time, and it was just a fucking chaos. If you if you if you're not right and you're not left, you can just appreciate the spectacle, and then you shall be set free. All right, just stop taking a side and just take the side of entertainment. Is this fun or is this not? And Alex Jones is fun. Even when he's talking about DARPA making bug drones that are going to sting you and plant RFID chips up your urethra. I mean, that's just... I just like hearing shit like that. I just really enjoy that. And so I I hope he comes back. I really does. I really does. Okay, we're 47 minutes into it. 
thing. I'm still paranoid my neighbors can hear everything. And even if they could, who gives a shit? But I give a shit for some fucking reason. You know, sometimes I sit down to piss just so they won't hear me pissing. That's a true story. Sometimes I just hold in my shits until I know that they're out. I like, I'm like in agony here, and I have to take a shit, but I won't do it in case they hear the plump, 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 They can't hear that. I'll never live that down. I'll be walking through the hallways getting my mail. They'll be like, oh, look, it's fucking shitty McGee and the plump plumps. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was me. And I'll be embarrassed. And then the world will end because I'm embarrassed, right? Anywho. Um, what are we doing? We're at 48 minutes already. I got to say this went by quicker than the first podcast, which is good for me. I have a comedy gig tonight at Kilter Brewing. One of those craft brewing places, and they're in the middle of some industrial park. I think they're sandwiched in between a mushroom factory and a pork fat rendering plant. So we'll go drink some craft brews. I'm going to ask them for their most accessible lager. Fuck all that craft brew shit. This has got grapefruits with some nuts, and it's pretty hopsy. I don't care. I don't want it. Budweiser, please. But they got a nice little lounge there, so I'm going to go do some comedy there. Probably going to skip class tomorrow again. And then what are we going to do? Rumors Comedy Club this weekend. Come check me out. I've also got a comedy showcase February, what is it, 24th, I believe. Um, February 20th, maybe. February 19th, maybe. I don't fucking know. Get tickets for me at that. Even though by the time I post this, chances are that show will be over. And uh, also, we are doing our uh, just an update, quick update on the uh, uh, stand tour uh, that I was doing. Um, unfortunately, um, there was some. There's a couple of issues with the. Uh, uh, there was a couple of uh, shit. Sorry, I'm just getting the email out here. One second. Anyways, there's a couple of issues with the promoter. We were supposed to go to, uh, we were supposed to do our, in our tier, uh, our tour of Kyrgyzstan. We were supposed to go from Aksu to Jengi Talap. And then we were going to do Aktal. We are going to do Chuckles, um, the Chuckle Hut in Aktal. Um, that promoter turns out um, he uh, was killed in a drone strike. And they're not saying who did the drone strikes. The Americans are saying the Russians did it. The Russians are saying the Americans did it. Anyways, long story short, the promoter's dead. So that show in Aktal and Jangi Talap and Aksu in Kyrgyzstan uh, have been postponed for, you know, either until they find a new promoter or until they uh, quell the uprising of the Steinbeck rebels. Um... So, sorry to all my fans in Kyrgyzstan, but hey, dims the fucking brakes, alright? We'll get you up next time, and uh, let's see, how do we want to end this? Big shout out, big shout out to, um, hmm, what are we shouting out? Shout out to that Black Curse album. Shout out to the song Six Seed Eradication by Profane Order. Big shout out to the uh, 
two-piece chicken meal with taters and coleslaw at Mary Brown's. And a uh, big shout-out to uh, my brother, Scott Penner. Big shout-out to that guy who has painted me some pictures. He paints nice, uh, beautiful Manitoba landscape pictures. He's very talented, but then sometimes he gets a little baked and he'll paint some weird fucking abstract shit, which is like, whoa, trippy. Very talented guy. Refuses to share his talent with anyone. But, god damn it, doesn't mean he's not talented. Just because he doesn't want to put himself out there. He doesn't give a fuck about you people. It's actually refreshing. There's a guy coming from comedy. That level of humility and um, nonchalantness is refreshing. Compared to all you fucking attention-starved whores in the comedy industry, myself included. All right. Either way, have a good week. And I might do another episode later this week just so we can get this fucking routine down pat. Daily habits, as Jocko Willink says. All right. Have a good weekend and stay warm. And I will see you in hell.